0: Hello and welcome to the Tongue in Cheek podcast with the Solomon Sisters. We are your pop culture vultures in couture. And tonight we are interviewing Jared Lipscomb of Jared Lips, the amazing and talented makeup artist. He has worked on Ariana Grande to Madonna's music videos, he has worked with Danny Michelle. He has worked with the full Vanderpump cast, people from OC, Beverly Hills, Sonia Morgan, just whoever you can think of as amazing as he is, he has worked with them and he is the loveliest, loveliest person. We are so honored that we got to talk to him tonight, do a little gossip and just really get to know him more and we hope you enjoy the interview and we're just so excited to start with him. He also has an incredible story of how he survived cancer and his friends who also happen to be the stars of Vanderpump Rules have been so supportive and a big part of his journey which he shares on his Instagram. It's so touching and it's so empowering and we definitely recommend that you check it out. We're going to ask him some questions about it today but there is so much that he shares on his Instagram that will just really touch your soul and remind you of the importance of being grateful for every second of your life.
1: Hello. How
0: is your day going?
1: i um, pretty low-key, so no complaints.
0: Oh, good. We are just so beyond excited to have you on. I love oh, your t-shirt. You. I've just noticed it, and it's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, it's my stronger-than-yesterday Britney Spears t-shirt.
0: <laughs> I recognize the quote. I'm a huge Britney fan, and um, love it.
1: Yes, I have a lash line with a um, small lash company, and my lash style is called stronger than yesterday. So my friend Brittany, um, she got this for me. Not Britney Spears, obviously, oh, but <laughs> Brittany, and she got it for me as like uh, huh Cartwright, Brittany Cartwright, yeah.
0: I love oh, I Brittany. Love that. So Those are my two favorite Brittany's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mine too.
0: <laughs> you have excellent taste. <laughs> so what how did you get like did you always have a love for makeup are you like from LA tell us your like spiel oh
1: okay um let's see well no introduce
0: yourself a little bit like we've already done your introduction your formal one but I would love our listeners to hear your version of an intro like like (laughs) introduce
1: great um so obviously I'm Jared and I moved to LA about eight years ago and I was actually doing a lot of drag and so the way I got into makeup was by doing drag makeup and it was mainly on myself and then um you know how it is when you're hustling in Los Angeles or any big city you're just kind of like you meet other creative types and my friends were all singers or actors or models or photographers or whatever and so they were like oh you can do makeup and I was like no I just do makeup on myself and they're like well then you can do it on other people and that kind of led into me being like oh I didn't realize this was a career uh option but in Los Angeles you know it it is a very big career option so that's kind of what pushed me in that right direction and you know it's a series of like um meeting people and just kind of you know you just meet meet the right person who's like oh you can come do this and you can come do that and um I had a friend who I was working at a restaurant at the time and she was in the creative world and she was like, oh, my friend just booked a job on a new show called Orange is the New Black. And she is wondering, she's trying to find like a makeup artist who could like teach her because she's about to have to do all of these like red carpets and all of this stuff. And she doesn't know anything. And I was like, well, I'm like just starting out as a makeup artist. So maybe I could just like do her makeup instead of teach her how to do her own. And, um, the rest was kind of history they ended up going to the SAG Awards and then I ended up doing a lot of cast members from Orange is the New Black and that kind of gave me like instant credibility you know and from there I was introduced to like the uh I worked with some Netflix people but then I kind of introduced through just through the TV world I was introduced to like the NBC Universal family which introduced me to Bravo and I started pretty immediately working with like the girls from Vanderpump Rules and they're such a tight knit group of people that um once once you get the check mark from one you kind of get the then you're allowed into the gates because they you know they kind of have to guard their space and stuff because a lot of people want in and everything so that's kind of how it started and then once once you're in it's it's easy to you know like then I was on Bravo's radar so like you know, whenever other Bravo liberties from other cities would come into town, I would be able to do their makeup as well if they didn't have a team already established. So
0: it's kind of I was saying to Dina the other day, like Vanderhump rules at times can have like it's controversies where you're like on this person's side or that person's side or whatever. But the one thing that's like absolutely a fact is that their makeup is always on point (laughs) so like it's like the the bright star of everything and you get to take credit for that so well done you and I love when you post when you've done your own makeup you are so talented it's so like amazing I can't do my makeup at all I'm super shit at it and I admire people who have this talent like probably more than any other talent you are like, it's such an honor to speak to you, and your art is incredible. I'm so glad that this path sort of fell upon you, as you said, because it was the path for you.
1: Thank you so much. That means a lot you're to welcome. hear. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You're welcome. It's true. Did <laughs> <laughs> you before, um, like, obviously, you had a love for makeup, that kind of led into this, but did you always have a love for Bravo, or did that grow once you started kind of working at MC?
1: And no, I was a I was a Bravo fan since uh season one of Real Housewives of Orange County came out. Me and my mom watching, I think I might have still I, I can't remember the year, but I might have still been in high school. And if not, I was just graduated high school. Like I was watching it with my mom from from day one. Like I remember watching season one, like Behind the Gates of Kodo, you know, with with Vicky and Lori and all of them. So I've always liked it and kind of grew with it. In, funny enough, I missed because of, of when I moved to LA, and you know, like you don't pay for cable because you're struggling, and like you you're not gonna. So I missed actually like the whole like Vanderpump come up because really when they started filming was when I moved to LA, so I missed that completely. So it kind of which I think worked to my advantage when I got to know the girls and the boys as well. But like so I I didn't have this preconceived like oh I yeah. don't like you know I don't like her because she said this bad thing and i didn't have any of them
0: as people
1: yeah yeah so you know
0: it's one of the things we always say on our podcast though because like when we're like having our commentary and our and uh, like our back and forth about it like they're to us characters on tv so we realize like in person they are not necessarily the same (laughs) as the character (laughs) and and like we appreciate that we just appreciate what they're giving to us (laughs) yes yes that I think that uh, a lot of people like sometimes I will see people who like get in fights over you know their opinions on these shows and I'm just like do you fight over you know like I don't know um name a different show that's not on Bravo. I don't know if I could do that. Like, The Undoing? Like, yeah. like, like, I, like, like, but people take reality shows so seriously, and I'm like, but it's the same thing at the end of the day. Like, you're meeting characters, and you're following a story, and you're just, like, enjoying what they're giving you for the story.
1: Well, and you have to think, these are full-fledged people who have a full three-dimensional life, and we are getting, they're filming for three months for long hours you know 60 hour weeks for three months in this pressure cooker and we are seeing out of that three month period we are seeing 22 hours edited together uh, yeah. and and you know from three months we are seeing 22 hours and then that's divided up even more from the, that giant cast of vanderpump rules specifically ah. but even with housewives it's like there's at least five or six housewives so we're not getting you're not getting the full story but you know see
0: well from your point of view do you feel like there's any one person just because you are so much within their lives that you feel like on either Vanderpump or one of the Housewives show isn't ever really portrayed how she really is or he really is? Um let's
1: see so obviously I know everyone from Vanderpump, and they're pretty authentic to themselves. Vanderbump
0: I love that because they're yeah, all pregnant. I, know, I, think,
1: <laughs> I think that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> On Vanderbump Babies. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I would watch that show. <laughs> I mean,
1: let's make it happen. Uh, everyone's pretty authentic on that. I mean, people get rough edits for sure. And you're like, you know, I'll tell you who surprised me the most was Sheena. I feel oh, like. I was going to say that. Yeah, she surprised me the most. No, I don't actually do her makeup because she's very loyal to a longtime a person who's like a good friend of hers who's do, who does her makeup. But she's a great friend and she's really supportive. And, you know, like just a, a really great person and she definitely gets a different. um i would say she she was the most different from what i expected than when i actually met her and when, for the better well,
0: i don't know if like i'm assuming you know probably even more than us but i know last year there was a bit of a scandal with the producer who was sort of said that they purposely give sheena the bad edit and i don't like know um you know, the whole story behind it, but that was enough to like, make me listen to her, Sheena's podcast. So I just Mm -hmm. wanted to know like, who is this person? And then, you know, she would always talk about her YouTube. So I started watching her YouTube and I just got so attached to her and Brock and their story and everything about it. And I really respect like, now that I have this, sense of her not that I wasn't a fan or anything I didn't really to be honest the cast is so big that it's really hard to have a really strong opinion about a lot of the cast and so she was just someone who was sort of to me like you didn't really get to know and then getting to know her was such a pleasure like I really like her and sometimes people will like I think be surprised when they ask me you know my Vanderpump likes and i'm always like i love sheena i think she's so clever and so interesting and has such a good heart and i love her friend jamie but i only know her from the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah jamie's so sweet too um yeah i think that's true and i think she's the one you know because i'm not i i don't know like the newer cast of course because i was just not just they were they were filming and i just didn't know about that as much because i was so focused on britney's and Jax's wedding last year when we were filming and like that was the the
0: whole oh my god I want to hear all about it
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but besides so so not counting the new cast members who obviously have come and gone and stuff uh I would say Sheena is definitely the one that I'm like the most like yeah like you said gets a different edit than maybe what she is in real life and she's very very sweet
0: I think we got a real fraction of her because I don't at least from what you get on her other social medias I feel like you got such a little taste of her on the show and you know she deserves a full meal
1: (laughs) I will say Brittany is just as sweet as as she is Um, she's as sweet if not sweeter than like like genuinely because I'm from I grew up in the south and so I know that same vibe and sometimes people think we're like fake because like we're so like people will come over you know I get I get a lot of free makeup thank god and um People, people will come over before the pandemic and stuff. And I will just be like, yeah, take a bag and fill it up. And they're like, are, are you like, why are you sure? And I'm like, no, like that's in our nature as like Southern, like how we're raised Southern to be just like, take what, whatever you want. And she has that same vibe and she, she is truly. And I think, you know, once you get to a point of, of fame, people start to kind of turn on you a little bit and say like, oh, this can't be, she can't be serious. She can't be this sweet all the time. She can't be this nice all the time and obviously she's a human so she's not perfect but she is very sweet like you are seeing when you see her being sweet like she is so sweet like I cannot that say makes me up. happy I love yeah. her and
0: her mom like even their like dynamic I just think it's so sweet have you met her mom
1: oh yeah I've done her makeup a ton of times yeah I was actually I went to the um we went shopping together the three of us for uh her mom's Wedding dress, like what the mom would wear to the wedding. So the three of us went to do that together. She looked looked
0: beautiful. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Excellent choice. (laughs) I think they're so sweet, and you know, I I think what's interesting about Brittany is like they, I mean, they say it on the show all the time, but like she's the only person that probably they all agree about. Like she, she's so nice that no one cannot like her. Yeah. Yeah. Such a uniter yes Ugh. i think like if you'd end up not like like if somehow you've upset her or she is upset with you then everyone will logically think well what did like we all do to get her upset
1: oh totally totally for sure
0: but i think sheena like i i think sheena usually to me gets a bad edit and sometimes i feel like Kristen does I want I always have wondered if maybe she's because they all always say she's so motherly like what she's like in person because sometimes on the show they make her more the aggressor and then I've, I thought maybe in person she's probably a lot more motherly because they always don't they always say throughout the show like she's the mother hen mm. Oh
1: my God. She's my mother hen. Like I text. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She brings me, she, she, you know, she'll bring me gift baskets and like I'll go to her house and she'll, I mean, she's so, so sweet. I forgot. I didn't even put two and two together to that. Cause I forget that they, they do give her such an aggressive edit. but yes, that's, that's a big one who is not, um, who is not, you know, she, I mean, she is her authentic self and she owns it. If you read her book, he's making you crazy. Like she owns those aspects of her personality that, that, she 's you know reclaiming crazy and beat all of that stuff, but yeah. she is genuinely she cares so deeply for um for everyone in her life, whether it 's me as her makeup artist or Britney who's her best friend or her new boyfriend, like no matter who it is like if she cares about you, she even knows my mom and dad now like it's that 's how she is she 's just like that type of person you know
0: that 's so nice as I saw her company. <laughs> um Draper James I because we're on Lake to know it and um I saw that's one of the companies that are on Lake to know it is Draper James I got so excited like I know this person
1: (laughs) oh James May her t-shirt yeah sorry
0: I'm saying Draper James because I'm I'm, like James May yes (laughs) yeah
1: James May yeah yeah it's and they're great quality t-shirts also love them yeah
0: but I got so excited like I felt like I personally knew the person who had (laughs) done that (laughs) also really think that um, like that's what made Vanderpump so likable which is that even if someone wasn't getting like an edit or they were editing it a certain way that there's still something likable like you know I once heard someone say I forgot what podcast it was but one of the people on the podcast was like it's a show where you love to hate them but you also love them for some reason Mm -hmm. and I think that's like so true I always think like I know that, like, right now there's the stuff we Stassi that was more controversial and Kristen and all these stuff, but, like, when I first watched the show, all I, like, Stassi to me was, like, the funniest, most wonderful person, and she's been able to consistently make me laugh for all the seasons. She's definitely, like, a Bethany in that she's so witty and she's so clever and i like even like some of the stuff that she's posted and stuff just about her pregnancy and everything and she just always has a way of making people laugh and making you know sort of um a kind of tongue-in-cheek no pun intended um you know approach to the to the situation and i think you so need her you know And, and everyone needs someone like that who can be that sort of tone and and kind of have that humor and i i just appreciate that so much is she that witty in person
1: she is yes she's very funny and we spent a lot of time especially when her book was coming i mean i spend a lot of time with everyone like when they're filming but especially when her book was coming out we were doing a lot of stuff just like just us like me uh my good friend bradley who's the hairstylist and her and Bo, of course And so it was just, like, this tight little group of us doing, like, all sorts of, you know, book signings and little events and things. And so we would go with her just because it was just fun to be together. Like, it's and it's just so fun. And she is like that. She makes you laugh the entire time. But she's also, it's kind of refreshing, too, because she's not, you know, on the show, of course, they edit the funniest parts. So, Mm. but she's not intimidatingly witty. You know how there's some people, like, you and they're so witty, it's like everything is a zinger, and you're like... Oh, I can't keep up. She's not like that. She's very likable, but witty on top of it. So, she, so she's not as because sometimes they make her really snarky. I feel like on the show, like very, yeah. like, it's witty and funny, but it's also like, oh gosh, I hope I don't make her mad. But in real life, like when you're doing her makeup, she's not like that. Like she's never like, yeah. you know, if I like were to make a little mistake, she's not like, oh, you know, like she doesn't make a mean comment or a snarky comment. Then she's very kind about that kind of stuff. So it's a balance, but she is very witty and she will make you laugh the entire time you're with her and and you know, dance parties during glam sessions and the whole nine yards. So she's oh,
0: yeah. Her I mean, love that. She always has the best shoe. Her shoe game is mm. now, her whole fashion game is really on point. I mean, even like first season, which feels like a hundred years ago, when she was it might have been already second oh, season. Second season. No, 'Cause it's the one we own, the shirt we both own. Yes, yes, when she's like investigating um um, you know, what had happened with um you know, this is forever ago. So it was like Jax and Kristen and everything and she's in this like um tan leather shorts and this white white top. Yes. <laughs> it's just like I would wear that today. Like I love I always go back to that outfit as a reference point from Sassy, and I'm like, I love that you knew what I was thinking. It's one of my favorite looks. I always no that and at Brittany and Jax's wedding, she when she wasn't wearing makeup and she woke up in bed and she just had like really good skin, and I was just like, fuck you, Sassy. Like you can't be funny and also have perfect skin. It's just not right.
1: Well, she's very vocal about her uh, psoriasis that she has, so she does have skin issues. But it, go- it flares and comes and goes. So we've worked with that a lot. And um, I-, I commend her for being so open, uh, spoken about it. Like, you can mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people could hide that kind of stuff. And I think it's really cool that she is not shy to show the bad days when she does have a flare up. Yeah. Um, be- I think it's really I- cool of her.
0: I think that's what makes the entire cast so special is they don't seem afraid to show their good and bad. And they don't, like, for example, some of the housewives, even though I love them, they definitely edit themselves to, you know, and are quite rigid with what they show. Like, I think the entire Beverly Hills cast is never had like a carefree moment on the show since like season I don't know three but yeah. like you certainly can't say that about Pump Rose cut they right. really like just let it out and they never even like at least for me and I listen to a ton of podcasts and interviews and this and that like I don't think I've ever really heard the cast complain about their edit overall they're sort of just like no it's my job it's fine like whatever and I appreciate yeah. that
1: yeah that's how that's how that's the vibe
0: I love that so I know you've worked with like, or we know you've worked with like a lot of the Bravo people, but you've also worked with somebody who we both very much admire. Like you said, Danny Michelle as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is that experience like? Can we pick your brain a bit?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a it was a short moment, but it was actually... Um, I guess it must have been last year or not. You know, this year, everything's blending together. Um, but it was something with Stassi. And she was... I, I. She came makeup ready, but she came through for touch-ups uh, for a special that we were shooting um, uh, with Stassi. And she... So I, so I didn't get to see her in action. And I got to spend maybe 10 minutes with her. But, uh, yeah, she's super cool. Just, like, you know when you talk about, like, a cool girl and you're, like... And not like when a ray where you're like, oh my gosh, they're too cool. But she's just like a cool girl. Like I was just chatting with her and I was not like, I was wearing like sweatpants and like, you know, like a big baggy t-shirt from Boohoo. Like just, you know, it was like an early morning and I just had to be there doing touch ups all day. And so I was just like, what? And then I didn't, I, I didn't quite realize because I am, even though I work in makeup and you know, all of that stuff, I don't, I don't keep up with, um necessarily like fashion trends like that's not my thing i keep up with makeup trends because that's what i have to do and it's not like i don't have to dress a certain part you know what i mean so for me fashion's not my main forte so i didn't really realize the magnitude until i started chatting with her and then i was like what you know like oh my gosh let me look at your Instagram." and then i'm seeing Courtney kardashian and all these people and i'm like oh my gosh but she was just so cool and um her style is like very cool though the her own style is is so um you know it's very like different than how she styles other people but i mean i loved i was like oh i would wear this like as like a guy like she she it's kind of a little bit more masculine masculine like a expected yeah it was cool i, I love that it's almost, almost a little new york for la too like it was it was really cool and i mean i just loved her vibe she was so sweet so cool no bs but not in a not in a mean way just like she just like didn't you know she didn't mind I was like do you mind if I touch you up she was just like go for it like you know no no demands. she I I appreciate that because a lot of people who work like how we are like we style we do makeup we do hair a lot of us once we start to get a following or celebrity clientele we think we might be the celebrity and it kind of changes the the vibe and she didn't have any of that because you know I've worked with other people you know, like, Tokyo Styles, for instance, and, you know, I mean, he was fine, but you could definitely tell there was, you know, like... An air. There was an air, yeah, and I don't mind saying it because I'm not, you know, I'm not dissing him, but it was just a different type of vibe for someone who also works with the Kardashians. It was like, she was just such a down-home girl. It was really cool.
0: Oh, I love that. That makes me really happy. And... Oh, sorry, you go, Alana. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, one of the things that we... Dina and I, even like with our assistant and other stylists that were sort of helping like develop their craft, like one of the things we always say, like the main difference between an excellent stylist and someone who really is sort of more, more like a retail stylist is they don't dress their clients like themselves. They dress them like the best version of them. And so... That's why we're such fans of her. So it's great to hear like that you're saying that too. Because from an outsider, you can kind of get that vibe and it's great to hear it.
1: Oh yeah, that's funny. I didn't even know that about that. Uh, like I didn't even know any of that. And that is exactly how I would describe it. Like she, she dressed completely different and she styled Stassi a lot. And, and
0: she has, I've been loving with Yeah, she- I love it. Yeah.
1: yeah and it's <laughs> so Stassi and it's like, it's just like this elevated version of Stassi. It's not Stassi wearing Danny Michelle, you know? It's, yeah.
0: It's- No, because one of the things we also always say like with our clients when we're styling is it's a collaboration. It's us bringing out the best of of what they want. So we do want to hear their opinions. It's not us projecting what like we'd want to wear, what we want them to wear. And I, yeah, especially sometimes with, um, sometimes with celebrity stylists or usually with stylists as well like you have that kind of line where then you can just see especially once they get kind of a style that might be being very successful that all of their clients start to look alike and that's something Ilana and I always try to make sure we're always you know doing everything for the client in that way so that doesn't happen. Well I always think about it like you know there's certain brands where you kind of can recognize their pieces like I love Zara, half my wardrobe is Zara, but you can usually tell like which pieces are Zara because they're like so distinct. Like you don't want to be the stylist, like the Zara stylist, like, you know what I mean? Like you don't want people to see your your style and know that was you because that means that you've become sort of uniform in what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. It's I'm sure same- as a makeup artist, uh, yeah. It's the, yeah. It's,
1: it's the same with makeup too. And it is, it's like, it's a, it's a fine line. I'm sure you all can relate of like what you are known for and like why people hire you for a specific thing because ironically enough, even though I started in drag, what I've really brought to the table is like because my first experience was working with red carpet for actresses who don't who who like a little bit less is more look, you know, they don't want to look so heavy and they want it to photograph very beautiful. So I brought that kind of style To the vanderpump girls who were used to getting their makeup done a little bit heavier from people who worked with housewives and these girls are young they're our age and younger so they don't need that heavy heavy makeup so it's kind of like bridging that like okay so i like a soft glowy skin and they are young and youthful and so let's marry that together and so my i don't only do you know soft subtle makeup but like, I focus on that because that's what looks the best on a young person. It's the same when you have a client with a certain body type, I'm sure. You, you say, I know what works with this body type. So I'm going to continue to do that in different variations of, of fashion to make sure they look their best. So
0: Yes. But you know, I think that's why um, I, I appreciate so much when I do see your work because <laughs> I think that you can see when you've let's say held back appropriately and when you've let it you know be a little more glamorous and over the top and it's always just right like just right for the occasion and also just right for the person
1: thank you yes You're it's welcome. very important
0: what um what has been like your favorite person to do um makeup like or like maybe your dream client not mm-hmm. vanderpump like in all and it can be vanderpump depending.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wait, who I have worked with or who I wish I would work with?
0: Well, you could say both.
1: Okay. (laughs) Um, Well, let's exclude the Vanderpump Girls because I love all of them and I couldn't pick because I like them for different reasons. You know, like I love to do Britney because she's got such high cheekbones and beautiful brows. And I love to do Ariana because she like lets me put on color. And then I love to do Stassi because she loves highlighter. So I have different reasons why I like each one for like different tastes, you know? Um, but so excluding those girls, because I could never pick, I would say, um, it was a real dream to do Sonia Morgan, uh, for a shoot because just like, I love New York Housewives so much. And she was not only is she a hoot and just like the exact same in person. You're
0: about to say, ho. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's a ho and a hoot. No, she is a, a total, I mean, it was, she's insane in the best way but she's also stunning like like absolutely stunning and really just like i mean it was just a dream the whole experience of working with her was like i felt like i was in an episode of new york and it was like she had dorinda on the phone there was drama i mean it was like exciting like it was just like i was like i can't believe this is real life like i've been watching her for however many years and like i'm doing her makeup it was so insane
0: oh my she is ha- iconic yes drama between dorinda and her that must have been so much
1: yeah it I, uh- was- so insane, like, oh my God. I
0: don't even know how you concentrated. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I need to pause this. We'll see how this plays out. Well, luckily
1: <laughs> it was a full day shoot. So we were, um, so I got to do her makeup and then all, then in between the takes because Vicky Gumbleson was also there. I did not do her glam. She had her own. Uh, makeup from the so OC. How didn't
0: look as good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she she did look beautiful. But um You're so and, nice. <laughs> She actually she looked really beautiful. Like I was very impressed and I actually ended up following and meeting her makeup artists and following her. And she does really great work in the Orange County. I, I cannot remember her name for the life of me, but um she they she does she looked beautiful. They really they all Beautiful, but it was it was fun, a fun day and that was like a dream moment where i'm like am i Did they to get on? Housewives? Um y- yeah they did there wasn't it, was, it was one of those promo shoots where they are advertising a movie so it's like very much a busy long day on set so they have to do separate scenes and then a scene together but when they were together it was her uh, Sonia Vicky and from Dallas um Liam from Dallas who I Leanne think Oh yeah yeah so I don't think she's on the show anymore and but it was so funny because the other two ladies were very reserved and not like how they are in tv um especially Leanne but Sonia was just like how she was like when the cameras were stopped when they were filming when they weren't fil- like she was just like on from 7 a.m till we left that night like it was crazy
0: I love that though I I know I know but I I had the driver for a while who was her driver for a really long time and he said she's lovely and that she is herself on on the tv and that made me really happy and now that it's two people confirmed it i feel like it's an absolute fact and that makes me so happy because i think she's an iconic human like she is one of the best we have to offer if aliens came down i think they should take her just because i think she'd represent well
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is so funny i would start thinking of who i would want aliens to take down to
0: take yeah down. i mean you want good representation like <laughs> the way you went because usually you would think you'd want them to take like the person <laughs> no because then i feel like they spent some time with sonia they would not have any like bad intentions towards us they'd want to come and have a good time and like just like you know have some joie de vie they would be protective of our vie as opposed to like you know, you send the wrong person, you know, I, like God bless Luann. I love her, but she sings happy birthday and we might all get killed in some sort of end of uh, men in black kind of style scene. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? Derek, Candice, Tinsley, and Bethany. If these names get you excited about fashion, then you will love the styles that we provide on our Like to Know It and Amazon page, Stylishly Solved. Gully with a bit of an edge is our specialty and you're going to love our looks and the looks that inspire wardrobe. You can purchase everything through our Like to Know It and Amazon pages. Follow us on Like to Know It by going to liketoknow.it slash stylishly percent 20 Solomon to follow our looks and shop our daily wares. To shop our Amazon page, go to amazon.com slash shop slash stylishly Solomon spelled S T Y L I S H L Y S O L O M O N. Happy shopping!
1: My favorite franchise is New York.
0: You have excellent taste. Sure. Yes. Why am I surprised? <laughs> yes,
1: New York is, it gives us everything. It gives us classic vaudeville comedy. It gives us a little bit of the opulence that we like to see. Although it's, you know, it's not as opulent as like Beverly Hills, but they make up for it in so many other other areas with, mm. with the humor and with the drama and with the insanity.
0: Yes. But I actually think, um, just throwing this year away, I think the New York opulence is more real opulence like than the other like I feel like a lot of the other franchises are putting on the Ritz where I feel like they are actually more authentically showing us their like I don't know how to say this without being tacky like they're more showing us their actual socioeconomic standing and their sort of lifestyle more and it's not just for the camera; they're not on for the camera.
1: That's a good, very good point. Yeah, and i i, I think that's I think that's a pretty fair assumption, especially like I've worked with some of the OC girls, and um, not recently. And it, they even say it on this season, which I watch on and off because it's you know it's just not not that good, especially compared to Salt Lake City. Oh my, um, oh my but, gosh, I love Salt Lake. City. Um, but like I was shocked to learn like mo- every almost everyone on that show is renting a house. Yes. And- and I thought, I, that really stuck out to me. I was like, oh, so we got, some, like, I'm a renter. Like, okay, so we're yes. like, we're all in the I, same plane. I'll deal. never
0: also forget, um, you know, like, for example, in New Jersey, even though it's so shady, when Teresa's realtor friend went into Melissa Gorga's house and, like, showed how everything was, like, not real. It was, like, with, like, you know, just for the show, like, the the fabrics and materials. And it like, broke my heart a little bit because I didn't like Joey Gorga being hurt that way. But also, <laughs> um, I felt like, you know, I think a lot of the shows were not really getting their real life. And I just feel in New York, we're really... Like, even right from the early seasons, they referenced, like, they broke the fourth wall. Like, I don't know if it was season two when there was that thing where Alex McCord's husband, what's his name, Simon, was fighting with Jill and Bethany through the papers and everything. Mm-hmm. And I just loved it. And I love that they're referencing their status and everything. It's just, like, it's so much more, like, authentic, I feel.
1: Yes. it's it, I mean, hands down, it is the best franchise, mm. um, for sure. Like, it, g- given, like, it ticks all the boxes. Because there's some great franchises yes. like, is so wonderful also. I love Potomac. I love Potomac but it doesn't you know it delivers on certain things and Beverly Hills delivers on certain things and but I think New York is taking all that and I think the predecessor will probably be or the the next in line will probably be Salt Lake City if it keeps momentum.
0: I agree with everything you've just said in exactly the way you've said it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Atlanta is amazing?
1: Yes. yeah oh my god of course yeah once atlanta
0: uh, premieres it'll be back in the forefront of yeah my i just mind, I, and i'll kick everyone of, else away <laughs>
1: it's been out of our mind for so long we've forgotten about it. you know what i mean we can only think of what's like right in front oh, of, of course.
0: us i'm the same just somebody sent me something like atlanta's and i was like oh my god it is it's almost it is coming soon yeah yes and once it comes I'll probably be like okay here's my new order of favorites but New York is always number one yeah New York and Atlanta and Potomac though for me are kind of all three of them to me just really being amazing and I do think Salt Lake City is rising up there
1: we have to let Salt Lake City ride out and then we'll then we'll know because we can't judge too soon or
0: your favorites just kind of judging too soon so far on Salt Lake City got feelings.
1: I have one standout and I'm so obsessed with her and I I've already said it's my like hot take is that she might be the most glamorous housewife ever and it's Meredith Marks. I I die for her and I am a little partial because she did start following me and she we had a little DM exchange about like possibly some makeup in the future when she comes to LA when things reopen and stuff but
0: I I just
1: think she is so and I just think she's such a good person and her her relationship with her her son
0: everything
1: and he's like my
0: dream child yeah yeah
1: and and just the fact that she's so accepting and she's so unique and and the fact that she's such a made woman on her own I mean she designed for Rihanna like her jewelry was with Rihanna like that's so cool like I don't think anyone in the in the franchises has that kind of
0: well, maybe like, candy. I was yes, just,
1: candy, candy for sure.
0: They all have in different ways, like fashion things that I'm just like, I love you for this. That you're like, Lisa is such like the cool girl. Meredith is so like, I think has these moments where she's very avant garde, but also so cool and like fabulous. And then you have Jen, who's just over the top. And I just love all three. Cool. Of them. Jen. Anyone who's going to walk, even if it's just first scene on telly, in stilettos, in the snow, makes a point to get into my heart. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Meredith, to me, I have always wanted to be cool, and I'm not. And so I really appreciate when someone does it so well and is kind. And then Lisa, I just, there is, like, I think she's delicious like I just think she gets into it she is the perfect person to like kind of take this show to all the places we need it to go and I like her little scratchy voice and I like that she drinks diet coke and eats junk food because I too drink diet coke and eat junk food and so it's nice to see that out there represented she does represent that well yeah i appreciate it very much besides meredith is there any other are there any characters you don't like right away like i already don't like somebody um
1: you know what like i hate to say this because she follows you but I, i don't say i don't like but i'm very afraid of lisa i feel like like if if i were to interact with her i would be so afraid of her there's just something about her she seems like i don't know she just seems scary but like i don't like her but like that too i'm like ooh, like if she's like like i'm afraid when there starts when there starts to be drama i'm like i'm afraid of her just the way i would be afraid of like you know like uh when ramona gets mad or something mm. i'm like ooh, i don't want to be like i don't want to get on her bad side even though like i'm not like i you know like i'm not even on
0: lisa the and ramona both to me it gets me so excited when i see that they're somehow sort of in or being pulled into an interaction because i'm like "Ooh, okay popcorn <laughs> please you know like i i need that i live for that <laughs> i love that The show is so good but i think um for me i i don't i don't know how i feel about whitney and i go okay. back and, forth and i know that's a little controversial
1: yeah, so, no, I, I feel like a lot of people don't, I, I feel like a lot of people haven't decided how to place her yet because I'm either seeing nothing about her on, on social media or um, or very divided like that. So yeah. we'll see. I
0: think what do was- you think about involved. the Lisa Whitney, like, fight? I don't know if it's quite a fight, but what happened? Like, do you think that Whitney was um, correct to come up to Lisa about her stuff and everything, like how did you feel about that
1: oh for that that fight I was actually I was team Whitney for that fight, just because <laughs> I've worked with a lot of like i well not the same type of stuff, but I've done a lot of charity works where people have uh donated like staff and alcohol and things like that, and I know if it was one because because I throw different events and um they would if if any of the staff ever did something like that, I would be very mortified about it, just knowing like it was writing on me. So I, I, so I just instantly just, you know how I, we always kind of like attach our own personal opinions onto the housewives. So I'm like, oh, I relate to what Whitney's saying because like in my mind, I'm like thinking to when I had, you know, a charity fundraiser that I was in charge of and that I was gifted some bartenders and some alcohol. And I was thinking, oh my God, if they would have made a mess like at the venue that was gifted to to the charity, it would have been a disaster, you know? So I so I was partial to her, but I'm interested to see it play out a little bit more to see what, you know, because I'm sure we haven't heard the, the full thing quite yet.
0: No, well, if I may, I did feel though that if her concerns were really genuine, we would have heard that it happened off camera. Like I would have appreciated like, if we found out like, oh, Whitney called Lisa to say that her staff was no good or whatever. And then, then, you know, her reaction was to say these, this sort of like watch your back thing, but like, because she did it on camera, it made me think like she was trying to like play the housewife game, if you will. Mm -hmm. In which case, then I didn't fault Lisa for being like, Oh, if you want to play, let's play. Well, I like doing it to get back at Lisa for hurting Heather. Mm. so I just felt like okay so Whitney's being like Whitney's smart I don't think she's like you know so I felt like she was going in like because she has this innocent flair to her almost like Ashley does in Potomac and she says something really shady and then it's like but it's cool right because I'm adorable and then I thought no 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 that's a little dodgy and then I do get why Lisa did it off camera, but I I will say, I was talking to one of my friends who's like, he's obsessed with um, Bravo, we've had him on before as well, and he was saying he, why he turned on Lisa is because she did call her off camera, and he said just like Whitney did it on camera, which is the housewife rule, Lisa should have done, did the same thing when she threatened her and did it on camera. Yeah. But I'm grateful that Whitney did it on camera for me as a viewer. But in terms of analyzing intentions, yeah, I can't argue that she was well intended.
1: Well, from some behind the scenes, I'm shocked to hear that anything occurred off camera, especially this late, <laughs> the, like this late in the Bravo era of like creating a new franchise. Because the rule is that I, that I'm made to understand from you know working on OC and a little bit of. Uh, Beverly Hills and then you know Vanderpump is that you you agreed to not have these conversations until there's a time that we can
0: a time and a place
1: part of of it so I don't know so so I don't yeah I mean I understand the intentions versus the you know on camera off camera but I would think everything would need to be done on camera as from my understanding it it would almost be required to be on camera
0: well, I loved years ago when they switched and made the rule that they have to be on speakerphone, like they can no longer speak without it being very clearly heard by the camera. I thought that was like the thank you, you know, Jesus, as Melissa Gorga would say, like the producers did something so kind to us in that moment. Mm-hmm. But I do think sometimes like they'll put text on screen. Like, I don't know if you, I think it was in this week's Potomac, might have been in um might not have been Potomac. You know, what? I'm watching a lot of Below Deck, and it might have been on my old episodes of Below Deck. <laughs> Either way, they'll put the the conversation on screen, but they don't put, like, the full conversation. You're just getting, like, a little tiny, like, quib, and it's sort of, like, I prefer the phone because then we're hearing the back and forth. Like, you're not sort of just showing us the little spot, and it makes me think of our other sister she'll like send us conversations but she'll like screenshot like i said this and then screenshot they said this i'm like no i just want the whole running thing i don't want what you're sending me and i feel like that's what bravo does to me
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> well they got to edit a storyline you know they got to get they got to keep us focused on what the
0: I know. i really think there should be some sort of option where you can like pay extra <laughs> and get 24 hour like cctv yeah. kind of big brother style access to the housewives and I don't care if they're just like wandering around the house and like the dogs gnawing at their foot like I want to see it yeah Lana and I've just yes. like each day they can focus on a new wife and you can come mm. back for that wife but we would both yeah we really appreciate it and I think this is an amazing idea that one day Bravo should do but mm. you said that you worked with people on Beverly Hills who did you work with on Beverly
1: um well it's kind of adjacent because um it I wasn't like doing directly makeup i was just um i have to be careful not to like ruin any production secrets but there's the production company that does beverly hills does vanderpump rules evolution evolution yes
0: so i know my stuff yes
1: so i was able to because i've made some you know really wonderful friends behind the camera as well able to be a part of different Beverly Hills events and things Ooh, like
0: that so, that's such fun
1: yeah not anytime recently but within the past you know three years or so just get to go to a few things or maybe be at a restaurant just coincidentally in the background of a restaurant and like eavesdropping and things like that so I've yet to a, a lot of my dear friends work with uh, the Beverly Housewives um my you know I have a friend who works with Dorit regularly um two friends girls work with Dorit they kind of switch and then uh Kyle's makeup artist is a dear friend and Sutton's makeup artist is a dear friend so so I get tea from all sorts of angles from producers and this and that and then from being in the things that I get to go to be invited to and stuff so
0: you're living the best life (laughs) it is fun as a Bravo
1: fan yes it is uh,
0: I am honestly, like, very jealous, (laughs) but, like, happy for you, but, like, jealous, like, 90-10, like, I'm 90% jealous and 10% happy for you to write, like, a tell-all, so that we, like, you know, 20 years from now, Mm -hmm. I just, like, even if it's just a tell-all that I get to listen to, (laughs) like, it doesn't have to be a tell-all, like, tell us all, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) No, but I love I love Dorit. Her sister um, is a long like is a client um, of mine, and Dina's is um, here. But I, like I worked with her a lot in Intermix um, when I worked there, and she's so lovely. And she would tell me like Dorit stories, like filming stories, but also just like general Dorit stories. And I just like ugh, I have such a heart for her. Did I like? Um, I love her. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever get to at any of these events? See, um, Lisa Vanderpump.
1: Oh, I've seen Lisa Vanderpump a lot because we'll do like filming the opening credits or, um, you know, like the behind the scenes stuff. We did the shoot for the Hollywood Reporter for last season and it came out last December. So I did, she has Patrick does her glam, but like we'll oftentimes we'll be sharing a space. So like I'll be doing the girls makeup and um, Lisa will come in with Patrick and they'll they still be sitting at their station right next to... To ours. So usually the way it works is like at, because there's so many girls that I will do um, their makeup at home before the before whatever the occasion is if they want a full face and so I'll go to their houses and then I'll meet them there at the shoot and then do touch ups. So some people who are more like Katie is really great at doing her own makeup. So she'll do her own makeup and then she'll come and then maybe I'll pop on her lashes or fix, you know, a contour or do whatever. Um, so then. So I'm kind of rotating, and then Lisa will be getting her glam next to us at her station with Patrick, her hair and makeup guy. But yeah, I mean, I've held, uh, not Jiggy, but Puffy a lot of times when he, they'll be filming something, and some they just kind of pass around, like, who's going to grab, I'm you know, I love dogs, so I'll hold Puffy. I, like, literally
0: <laughs> want to walk in your shoes, like, in the most literal <laughs> sense. Like, I want to spend a day in your life. That sounds amazing. Is Lisa Vanderpump as, like, so it seems to me to have this aura, like, one time I was in London and Gwyneth Paltrow was walking down the street and my friend Ambika and I literally were walking, talking. Suddenly we just like stepped apart from each other and Gwyneth Paltrow like passed us by. It was back when um, Moses was a baby and she just like, you know, went by, and we always talked about how it was just, like, we, like, felt her presence so much that, like, this glow just moved us apart from each other to move apart for her, like, we parted the seas for her, and I give Lisa Vanderpump in my head has that quality. Does she in person? Um, you know,
1: it's, it's weird because it's just not that same vibe of like seeing her enter a space. So, and every space that we've been in, it's always been like kind of a crowded photo shoot thing. She's definitely Queen Bee, but I think she's so humanized because these people have worked with her since Housewives then they turned it into their spinoff show. So the vibe is a little bit different than that, like, because I know what you're talking about, because I was at a restaurant when Beyonce walked in, and I know what you're talking about. It's like, like, you're gasping, and you're, you're, you're like, and you're just, you can't help but stare. And so she has that, she does have that presence about her, but it's, it's definitely more because everyone knows her from the production company. It's definitely like, it's not as a, it's not as an intense focus. She's not like- yeah, it's it could, because everyone's like, oh, here's Lisa's been working with them for you know ten plus years because the show Vanderpump's been on for eight years, and then she was on Housewives before that, and you know, so so she does have an aura, but she's very friendly. Like when I first met her, Brittany, of course, being the sweetheart that she is, she's like, you know, Lisa, this is my makeup artist. Like here, here he is. Like you finally get to meet him, and so so is much more personable. As Your voice got to- so
0: cute and southern. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And so that was, it was, that was, that was like my experience of first time meeting Lisa. So then once you have that taken away, that magical mystique, then it's, um, but I do know from friends who would go to, um, who don't work with Bravo and they would go to Pump or Sir or, uh, Villa Blanca or Tom, Tom and or there, they would say she definitely has that kind of queenly presence and stuff. So I think I just got like a different side because like it's a production day, a shoot day. So I don't think I got to experience the full, the voom of it all.
0: Well, I just love the- <laughs> What did she? Oh, <laughs> no, I was just gonna ask though, what it like, how was her skin? Like, what was happening?
1: Um, she's very, very good skin. Uh, I've never seen her, she, she never comes without the glam already partially done. So I can't, so, so she always looks fabulous to me. Um, like by the time I see her, she loves her pink lips, you know, she does not stray from those <laughs> pink lips which I would love to get another color on her every now and then.
0: What, what how would you, how would you do it? Um,
1: I just think it would be so, I think she would look so fierce with like, you know, like a, a dark red for the holiday or maybe like an all black ensemble, like a little bit, like just, it would be, it would be cool to see her spice it up. I think she could pull it off because she's got the figure, she's got the attitude and um i mean her style is fabulous and she's got the confidence totally and she has it all and her style is fabulous but it's you know we all know her style it's very it's you know she's lacy and and if she wears her little jacket with jeans it's still kind of lacy and feminine i think it would be really cool to see her in something like like a real power moment you know or Mm. like how Dorit changes it up i think that would be so cool to to do something like that
0: no and I, I think was, so too I was um at socks, and she, all of a sudden like it was kind of like what Alana said something told me to like turn around and I see Lisa walk right by me ah. and I swear I like stop and I was like oh my god and I had gone like a year previous to then to like one of her um, wine signings because I love her and she was just so beautiful and then yes. seeing her then and I knew I couldn't go up to her because I was working as a stylist I wasn't going to bother her when she was shopping but just even having her like pass by and she wasn't kind of a different like she was in a black dress but it was very different than like how she kind of dresses on the show and she just looked so stunning but the best part was seeing Ken slowly like walking with Jiggy like slowly, <laughs> Jiggy or one of them, because Jiggy might have actually, might have been puppy. But like very slowly, I see him, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're just everywhere together." This is just- yes.
1: He's there even when she's like when it's time for her to shoot. He's still there. It's so sweet. Like I love that. I love you that. know. I
0: love it. I I always tell my husband that he should take notes from Ken Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really wish he'd follow me around more with our puppy in his hand. But like without naming names, of course you don't have to enter, but is there there any been any makeup experience with either like a Bravo or maybe even like a celebrity that was like, oh my God, never again?
1: Um, Yeah, well, I'm very vocal about this one. and I don't know how well known they are, but they're kind of Kardashian adjacent and they're these twins called Simi Hayes. Oh my
0: god! say related to Gigi Hadid somehow. Their
1: well, their brother Faye is uh, good friends with the Courtney and Kendall and Kylie. I think they went to school. He's very well known. I don't know if he's a model or just is he's is a on model, Instagram.
0: An artist. He's doing something with either it was Sotheby's or Christie's leading like their art thing. He's really. Stina's in the know. <laughs> oh yes. I follow
1: him. Yeah, he's. Uh, I don't know anything about him other than what I see from you know him, and I'm sure he's lovely. But I did work with them, unfortunately, and I'm very vocal about it. They they were not pleasant to work with, and I told the company that I that hired me that that never never offer me a job with them again. Uh, I would turn it down no matter what amount of money it was it was for.
0: Oh my god, that's so awful.
1: Yeah, they're, they're just really mean people. And just I think they're just a little sometimes people who are born wealthy and with privilege, I think there's two ways that can go. And for the most time, the people I interact with, I usually there's a reason why everyone I work with, I work with over and over and over again. Because I think like, if you're a kind person, you just kind of attract kindness and great people. And I'm sure you feel it the same way when you're styling. It's just like, you can and I understand there's people there people have preferences and can be picky and have bad days and stuff, but this was and you know this was one of those things we, we were together all day with several of their friends, and it was a very sh- mellow shoot this wasn 't a bad they weren 't having a bad day with their friends, but they were very um very very rude people and um, it was very disheartening. And they also were really bad about stealing people's ideas. They, they kept an Instagram folder of saved things of smaller artists that they wanted to copy. And when I say copy, I don't mean they were inspired by it. They wanted a literal redo of what these smaller people with like 4,000 followers were doing. And they have millions, of, you know, at least a million followers. <laughs> And they, to the point where like I was doing it, I was like, okay, what well, can be inspired by this? And I started to do it with like a purple color. It was like weird, you know, kind of abstract artistry. And I was like doing like a purple line. And she's like, well, in the picture, it's blue. And I was like, well, I, I didn't think you wanted to literally rip off someone's creative, you know, thing. And she would be like, no, it's going this way, not this. And I'm like, oh, we're, so we're, we're just stealing a, someone's look. You know, and as an artist, that's kind of like a tough place to be in because you have to listen to your client, but you also don't want to, you you want to say like well can we at least use a different color can we at least go a different direction it was just it was very disheartening and then and then their attitude just just spoiled and just mean mean girls very mean making fun of people on set that were there to help them you know like assistants and photo and grips and lighting people and it just you just don't need to be that kind of that cruel to people you know luckily it wasn't directly to to me but I just I, I speak out on it when I see someone act so so inappropriate on set and I just don't think they have the experience because they're not they're only known because of their money and because of their parents and because of their brother so I think it's really it was really you know unfortunate and yeah. I think there's a reason they're not so successful, uh, you know, that they're not continuing momentum. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. Like, I think that perhaps they have sort of stalled a bit. And maybe that's because the people who have experienced them, it was not a, a good experience. So they don't have, because I really am a great believer, not just in what you said in terms of a good attracting good. But I also think, like, when you're the type of person who supports other people you also are more supported yourself, you know, because when your intention is to uplift others, there's such an uplift to you. It's your own spirit even, let alone like what comes back to you. And I think a lot of times the type of people who kind of want to take down to get up, are the type of people that are kind of hopefully more and more but like sort of falling aside. I think there was more of a time where that was almost seen like as respected and mm-hmm. now I don't think so much.
1: Especially given the circumstances of our world now, how it's changed so much with the pandemic and with, you know, just everything. And I, I and I agree with that totally. And just to put it in perspective, like that this is not just me being like, oh, like they're so, you know, whatever. Literally when I left, the producer ran after me and said, we're we're gonna double your rate for this and the day did not extend any longer because everyone on set knew how how awful it was so it was one of those things so like well at least the
0: producer was lovely
1: yes oh the team was lovely it was just them and their friend group and yeah so so that's my hot take and i do not mind naming that name because it because because it was truly you know like
0: I'm not that surprised because I've heard on gossip sites and one of them I don't want to believe is true because I have a love for Kendall Jenner but I've heard like Kendall and her friends are not the nicest group of people like just from different well, people I've like spoken to but I would like to think maybe it's just the age yeah because I know someone Dina and I know someone Intimately, <laughs> who had sort of a negative experience with, um, I think it was the Hadith and Kendall, it might have just been Kendall. But anyway, the, the kind of overall feeling was that they're bratty, I think it was Gigi and Kendall. Anyways, doesn't matter. The overall kind of conclusion was just that their brattiness was probably also age just for the kind of, mm-hmm. it was a, f- a few years back and sort of their earlier um, experiences with stardom at the level they were experiencing might've made them a little um, unaware of maybe like how bad they were actually behaving and just thinking like to a degree that they were being like cute and famous and divas, but not like, like the the. Video that came out this week, or two? Oh, last wow! Mhm, mm-hmm. you See it at all?
1: Which video was it?
0: It was with Charlie. Why do can I think of her last? Demaya, Demaya, Demaya.
1: Demaya. Oh, that, the TikTok girl. Yes. Yes.
0: So she and her sister and um, like I think of a couple of other TikTokers. They did this video where they were filming them in their house with like a private chef. But they were kind of being really rude to the private chef. And then, as well as they like, um, um, Charlie made a comment that like she wants to hit a million and like she, like, and was just, they were kind of just being very arrogant and didn't make anything look good. And it kind of ended up at another TikTok war starting. But from what you're saying, it sounds like the girls were sort of how Charlie and her sister were being in this video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, a- I just, I think when, yeah, I think when you're young anyway, and you get a certain degree of fame, especially if you've already grown up with wealth to a large degree. So it, it's, it's a power trip that I don't think you're like emotionally mature enough to handle yes.
1: for a lot of people.
0: You know, Just guessing. Even though I don't know her and I could be completely wrong, but I feel like Tracy Ellis Ross handled it really well. I'll let her know you said that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll leave a comment on her Instagram, her latest Instagram post.
0: But I-, I think Brooks is going to handle it really well. <laughs> 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 Young Brooks, I feel like, is destined for stardom. Yes. I honestly think that there should be a spinoff, Just Hear Me Out, with Sonia's daughter, who we haven't even met, but she's so beautiful. I cannot imagine her not being interesting with Brooks oh yeah Meredith's daughter but I'm already taking Brooks from Meredith and I just don't want to make it like all her family like we've got to spread it out and I want to take Gia from Teresa and now hear me out we're gonna take one child from each housewife we're gonna take what's her name I can't even remember her name not Farah the second oldest from the one who was doing the the real estate stuff oh gosh I can't remember
1: her name but I know exactly who you're talking about Kyle's daughter
0: with yes with her (laughs) and sort of put them all in a house together yes like let's let's let that marinate and see like what the next gen is doing you know I want to see that I'm so curious I want to see like sort of even their experience having their parents in the public eye for the reason they're in the public eye would be so interested. Like even from a psychological and sociological, I feel like this would be important work.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I love that. Just a suggestion. So I think we should start talking about the episodes because we haven't even gotten to it yet. Are you in a rush? No. Okay, good. Just making sure we have your time. Because I feel like we just hit a little bit upon Potomac. But what do you think of this season? What do you think of the fight? What do you think of the dominatrix party? What do you think of the bubble bath? Like, please tell us all.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well... So, full disclosure, I am not completely caught up on Potomac. So, that's my... That is a shame. That is my <laughs> pleasure tonight. I'm having a double viewing. Um, but, of course, thanks to social media, I am well aware of the bubble bath and the, <laughs> the iconic moments uh, from what I've missed. So, I can't wait to put, you know, fully contextualize it. Um, I think, I mean, overall, I'm loving this season. It is, it is insanity. Insa- I love... Potomac has just got this way of just like breaking the fourth wall and like breaking the fifth wall. If there is one, like they are just breaking every wall that they have. So with this fight with, with um, I mean, charges being, you know, filed and then counter charges and everything, it's just like almost too much. And then uh, young James, the producer intercepting so many times, like it's just, it's, I mean, it's riveting and it's, it's truly like, you know, like, can't look away kind of TV. Um, yeah, I mean, Karen Huger in a bathtub is just, <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> the only thing that I've been missing in my life or the one thing that I wish I had never seen. Um, there's, you know, there's You've great- we have been missing it. <laughs> we've been missing it. There's, there is such a sadness to that story of her and Ray, that that I really feel for and I feel like anyone who's been in a, a long-term relationship that's had its ups and downs can they they feel that they they watch it and they they have this this little ping of oh like it's a mixture of cringe but pain for Karen and like sh- want to shake Ray by the shoulders and say what are you doing but you know so so it's tough but um and then and then, seeing the girls with Jamal and how they handle that you know Giselle 's girls with jamal i mean it's it 's truly fascinating reality television i mean we are getting we 're getting something that I feel like just has i mean i 'm sure it 's been done in different seasons that we can pinpoint, but as a whole, like this year like we 're getting really prime prime stuff coming from from Potomac specifically.
0: Uh, we're getting like five seasons of Beverly Hills in one
1: season. Of oh, Be- in one episode. Yeah. I mean, in one episode, we're getting five seasons.
0: But uh, You know what you'll like then this, um, the newest episode um, for your double the ending because Karen and Ray, it's like a happy ending and I was really happy with it.
1: Oh, good. Okay, awesome.
0: So it was just something to look forward to. But then do you watch Below Deck?
1: I don't watch Below Deck. No, I don't keep up with. I I, I only do Housewives and Vanderpump and um, Project Runway and you been
0: Married to Medicine.
1: People have been telling me to watch Married to Medicine so you much. must. Okay, all right. You I must. mean, I've got all the time. Also, in the world, so.
0: also, please, if I may, Below Deck is the Vanderpump of the seas. Like you have to watch it. It's so good.
1: And that's when you don't have to start from the beginning, right? Like, because. No,
0: come in any season. For the most Uh, part, the characters change. But the best is, okay, for Below Deck, the best is one through three because you get this guy named Eddie and he is Oh, Eddie's the best. Eddie's the best. (laughs) No, don't watch one. Season one of Below Deck, you can skip. It's two. Oh, yeah. Who needs Adrian in their life? One through four sorry, I don't even think of Adrienne as a season. I just don't think- Yeah, of- I, I never watched the first season. Yeah. She's such a waste but of television if you space. If love Potomac, and I, I truly mean this is how it's on everyone to watch Married to Medicine, you will mm. love, love Married to Medicine. These women give like their pardon. Nurse Jackie, who is Candy's doctor, she's the star of the show. So you just get, you get so much intimacy. She's also Eva's, Eva's doctor. It's amazing.
1: Wow. Well, my friend uh Stephen who runs Faces by Bravo, he's on a mission um, to get everyone to watch Married to Medicine. So he's pretty much convinced. Well, he's him.
0: on a really noble mission.
1: Yes, and and I think I mean now I was already getting convinced by his, you know, from Instagram and ta- DMs and stuff, but now I think this is the the push that I need to to commit. Uh, yes.
0: You time? will oh, love it. When I was on the live with for Bravo's by um wait, Bravo by Gaze, I was on his live. And Faces by Bravo come in, and then they started telling them, you know, to watch Married to Medicine. Well, actually, Larry watches it. But um, it was that Bravo life. She doesn't watch it yet. So we were convincing her. And I'm doing the same too. Please watch it. Oh, is- I'm sold. So I literally think that one of the biggest, like, um, Missteps by Bravo like in terms of like the network is that they have these shows that are so great that I don't think they get enough like push public like publicity because Below Deck, Married to Medicine Vanderpump actually does probably get like a good amount of press I'm not going to say it doesn't but I feel like a lot of these shows are so good and unless you're like a true Bravo universe kind of person you're like people will think of Bravo and they think of the housewives which is great but they have so many good shows like I personally love Mexican Dynasty I love Texicana I love like you know. Back in the day, Long Island princesses. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so much that it gives us. It's a gift that gives so so holy. I mean, shots of sunset. Oh, you yes. know, like oh, we can work
1: with Mercedes too. From stop South it! Of it stop, 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 yeah. stop! Stop! Stop!
0: Stop! 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 stop. stop. Yeah. What it was that? Like, please share your experience. Get <laughs> yeah, to meet Reza.
1: So I, huh?
0: Okay, I love that he what? says he worked with Mercedes, and you said, did you meet Reza? I love
1: uh, Reza. I did meet Reza. Yes. <laughs> so, um. That was a crazy experience because I'd already worked with Vanderpump so I had like these, you know, kind of deep rooted friendships and then um, Mercedes has a makeup artist that she uses regularly but because of filming and whatever the schedule she needed someone additional so I was kind of like, you know, the second second in command or whatever, and I mean, what a wild group of people. Because, and they, she was really cool because she would have also invited me, which I, I guess I get invited. I go to a lot of the Vanderpump stuff too, but, um, or all of it basically. But it was cool to, because I didn't know Mercedes that well, that she invited me to the events too. And I, so I was at the season where she, I met her the season, she was announcing her engagement and picking. Tommy? Huh? Tommy yes and I love Tommy. Tommy he was so cool like every time like he's so nice and so um so I was with that season when they got when they were announcing their um bridesmaids and she was like Reza was her best man and there was a drag queen at the party and all of that stuff so I was at that party and that was my first so I had never watched Shaw's see I so so quick thing is i was traumatized from the early years of bravo you know how they would give us one season of a show and then it wouldn't do well and they would cancel it so that's why i, I stepped to my housewives because once they would start canceling things like um uh what is it like the art girls you know um
0: oh, gallery girls gallery girls yeah that they- should have gotten more seasons <laughs> And
1: so so i was so i've been scarred so i was like well then i'm just gonna stick with the housewives whatever so i didn't like i said i didn't know about vanderpump rules and then i didn't know about Shaw's of sunset so when i started working i was like i'm i'm watching and i'm like these people are crazy i mean i saw Golnessa throw a glass like almost hit me in the face and it just happened so fast like while we're filming like while they're filming and i'm like I gotta I gotta go home and watch the start on season one, episode one, and I sure sure as shit did. And it was a wild ride. Mercedes is so cool, but like, whoo, she's a lot, to, you know, she is <laughs> she has a lot to handle.
0: Is she truly then? She's just Mercedes that we know.
1: Oh even probably like even like you know how it's just like oh you're not even getting you're like getting an edited heightened version she you're probably not even getting as heightened of a version as she is
0: (laughs) that makes me really happy (laughs) yeah like
1: but like truly you know truly crazy but in a good way
0: I love that. I, I love that for her.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like you know she had the hardship of her, you know, her the, her dad passing, and then of course I met her mom, and then you met all... Vida? Yeah. Vida oh, yeah. I met Vida. Vida June.
0: I love Vida June.
1: Yes, Vida was I'm so sweet, and she. Persian. What?
0: She said, Ilana thinks she's Persian." We all do. <laughs> no. <laughs> We are French and Israeli, but in my heart, I am a Persian princess. I'm like, she had nothing. Because, like, you know, like, I just feel like, you know, my mom's lawyer, my daddy's doctor, I have these eyebrows, like, <laughs> I'm practically Persian.
1: You are a Shah of Sunset. Just yes. All you have to see is the boulevard.
0: Yes, that's true. And, like, I don't know how to drive, but if I did, I would buy a Mercedes. That way, I could, like be the part
1: yes yes well yeah so I mean it was a crazy time like there's not there's no standout stories you know like because you see it all on the show but it was wild to see like to see how they compared to the to the Vanderpump cast to see how they really do things so Mercedes got on stage and said did this little speech with Reza after I'd done her that night yeah I went to the like I went to the party with with, not with her but like attended mean? it
0: that's the night they announced the shalom thing right yes,
1: yeah that's what i'm saying so it oh was wild. my
0: god you were there yes so that's what i'm saying
1: so then all of a sudden i'm like looking at this uh, on stage and mercedes is giving this speech with reza and then she calls out um what's his name you just said it. Uh, yes and she calls him out and says like he's right there and then everyone and you could tell because You know the people are in the uh, the crowd is watching the stage but then you can see the cameras because I kind of hide off to the sides because I'm like you know like do I want to be on you know like deciding like how much of in Bravo do I want to be and so now I regret it because now I'm like well now I want to be on every scene in the background (laughs) just being like I want to be that
0: person that gets like camera time being like drinking their drink or whatever like totally obviously in it like that's the person I want to be like I want a million memes of me just like in it <laughs>
1: that's my biggest regret is not as being like well I should stay back because like I'm their makeup artist whatever that's my biggest regret but but so I saw the cameras because I was kind of standing behind one of the cameras I saw them instantly go swoosh over to uh to Gigi and then just like that it's like she waited for the cameras to hit her and as soon as they did the glass shattered she stormed out and i was like well gosh she's done filming for the day and then not 5 minutes later she's back and i'm like this is like this is next level because because the Vanderpump cast they, they know obviously how to film a show and they know the parts, but they also have producers saying, you know, they know not to leave. But this was like next level. This was like Gigi left but came back because she knew she had to finish and, and film the scene and the conflict of it all. And it was, I mean, it was intense. Did
0: you feel like it was real or did you feel like it was more staged?
1: Um, I felt that it was real but I felt they had a better grasp of waiting for the camera and I do feel and I don't know because I never actually spoke to Mercedes about it directly because at the time I wasn't caught up with the drama of the show I didn't start watching it until like you know maybe after we wrapped or like in between I started to watch like while I was doing her makeup but so I never asked her but it did seem to be a very deliberate when she got on stage and did that and said he was there it seemed to be very calculated. For and very sure. Planned <laughs> that she had this that she knew she was going to do this moment and Reza was in on it and Gigi was definitely not in on it but it was weird to see her delay of throwing the glass until yeah, the that's cameras.
0: interesting that she yeah. did. I love that though.
1: Yeah it was very iconic. I mean I was very I was like you're kind of like my queen like when you did that I was kind of like I kind of like worshipped that because That is what we need in a Bravo Liberty. Like we don't the glass being thrown. And so there is a level of like knowledge that she knows like I need to, I need to wait for this camera to get on me before I slam this glass down and run off. And she did. And then, granted it, it was only about five seconds but it felt like an eternity when you were watching her and turning to her it fe- I mean it was it was one of those surreal moments like I
0: love know. that yeah. well can I ask a question I've always wondered this because I've heard different people interview and they've said conflicting things yes so when there's like a party or an event like because you said you've been to a lot of them, Mm-hmm. Are they playing music, <laughs> actually? Because I heard someone say, actually a few different people say, that when they're filming, everyone's, like, dancing, but there's actually, like, no music on. And I just was always curious, is there music?
1: There, or is it in their
0: soul? No.
1: <laughs> there is music. They have, basically, they have, um, and I don't know how it works from show to show, but I can only speak, obviously, to Shaw's and Evolution, Um and Orange County, um, they have pr- what is it called? Duty like duty free or rights free music that they will play. So it's kind of generic. Um, so like for Vanderpump it's a lot of like kind of like techno-y pop kind of stuff so it sounds like it could be a Britney Spears song it's almost like is this a Britney Spears song with no lyrics or is it just like a, a knockoff of a Britney Spears song with no lyrics and it's so that's kind of the vibe of all the parties so there is music it's definitely not as loud as it seems the only times it's loud is like um if they are actually at a club they can't obviously have them shut off the music and that's when you get those really like loud mic moments you know where they're talking loud into the mic like that yeah kind
0: of uh, like yeah
1: mic and muting everything else around it but other than that if it's like a party specifically for them like stassi and ariana's joint birthday party which is where i did their <laughs> makeup as, were like, you
0: there why Wait, did, did you do the makeup?
1: Yeah, you yeah. I did their- that-
0: those those that- were my favorite things. Either of them has ever worn in their entire life, head to toe, makeup included. Uh, like they both looked like actual goddesses. Like I could not imagine me? more beautiful creatures like emerging. Were you at yes. the
1: party? Yes, I was at the party as well. Oh, when
0: Sassy went insane on Bo, you were there.
1: Um. I had left she, by that point. She no, did punched his
0: heart. <laughs> it's like the most, my favorite yeah.
1: line ever. Because they stayed in that house. Um, they stayed in that house. So I, um, so obviously guests, you know, like some guests were leaving at, at different times because I had been there since like three o'clock doing makeup. So I made it probably till 10. And, but the party obviously carried on. So I did not see all that. I was there for all the fun stuff to happen. So I was there for like, you know, um, it's our it's our fucking birthday and then, then taking shots <laughs> together and all that. That's what I was there for. So I missed all the, the drama.
0: I love that well I have a kind of a question so we've heard that from when because you probably do confessionals is it true that when they're filming it over like time they might they that they have to have the three same looks, same makeup same hair um Um, and like recording sorry
1: it's different for housewives I think but for Vanderpump they do have it's either three or four looks and they try for the sake of continuity they try to recreate the looks to the best of our abilities oh. so it's kind of wish and you can, you'll notice if you really get super sleuth especially like on vanderpump like you'll notice like Oh, Britney might be wearing the same dress and maybe her hair's parted a little differently or the lipstick is like a different like it was a red for the first you know season but she's still in the same dress but now she has a pink lip on and you can tell like that kind of stuff like oh like I had to have my assistant go do her makeup because they called for a last minute confessional (laughs) and I was already booked on like a campaign or something and I couldn't you know couldn't cancel the day before um so but yes it is essentially true they're they're supposed to but they're not very strict about it but the idea is that you have this continuity of like this storytelling continuity I don't really get it because to me it doesn't really seem to make a difference but well
0: I always think personally they shouldn't do that because I actually think if they're always in something different then it is like the show, like things are constantly changing. But when they do that, then you're like, well, when was this filmed? And is that emotion real? Like sometimes they'll be crying and I'm like, but wasn't this like probably filmed like a lot after that thing? So even though the tears might be genuine, if they were in a different outfit in my head, I could be like, this is just their emotion in that moment. You know?
1: That's true, yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing about Vanderpump is, and I, again, I don't know how they do it with housewives, but they will do confessionals like, like Britney was doing confessionals while like, a week before her wedding started like we were wow. so she, they were filming and doing so they were getting raw real emotions on how she felt about the day so they're really good about keeping it authentic which i think is really cool i don't know about the housewives because i've never worked with a housewife on a confessional so i'm not sure uh what that that case is um but i will spill a fun fact is do you remember Please. orange county when they went to drag queen bingo
0: yes lydia looks
1: like so that You're gonna die when I tell you this. That was my birthday party. Um, Every year, how I was saying, I do events every year for a charity Ah! that I'm really passionate about. So I reached out um, the year before, I had had Whitney Cummings as my special guest. um, Oh my God,
0: that's amazing.
1: And she brought Sia with her, iconic Ah! Sia, the singer, and she sat right next to me. It was not like a press event. So she, you know, wasn't, she had her face uncovered and everything. She actually bought me my dinner and my drinks that night. Um, so I was like, so starstruck. Cause I love Sia. Um, like she's one of my top four favorite pop stars. So that was surreal. So the next year they were like, Oh, the charity was like, you have to do this party again. Like it was such a success. Like, who can you get to like, cause they want you to have like a celebrity host. So that way it sells out the event and it's drag queen bingo. So it's like really fun. And I dress in drag and like host it with, um, the professionals who host it, you know? So basically I DM'd Shannon, Vador's publicist based on her Instagram handle because I had a, a pet fish named Shannon Bador. so I was like let's just do it like me and my roommate were like let's just do it and see if Shannon will come to this party and she said yes and I was like oh my god are you kidding me and I had also the cat some of the cast from Orange is the New Black doing it so I thought how fun we're going to do or- Orange County is the New Black was going to be the theme it was the was the theme and um, then Shannon's publicist said, can we put you in connection with the producers because Tamara wants to come. And I said, oh my God, I've been watching this show since I was you know, 17 or whatever. I was like, Tamara can definitely come. And so then I got a call from a producer saying, we'd actually just love to film the event. And I said, okay, but let's not forget it's a charity event. So as long as we mention the charity, you guys can do whatever you want and you can take over my birthday party.
0: You want to mention it really quickly right now just because you've made that point and I want to make sure we do too.
1: Yes, so it's Safe Place for Youth. It's a Los Angeles-based youth uh, for homeless and unhoused and um, trafficked youth to find a safe haven. So it's a really beautiful cause and I've been with them since I was 25 years old. I'm 32 now and I've worked with them ever since. Like I love their cause and their mission and stuff. And um, so, so I said, yes, let's do it. And it's so funny because that was the time that they actually did not allow music at the bingo. So for that one, they did specifically did not allow any music, but it was Ugh. bingo. So it was kind of okay because we ever, cause the drag queen who hosted it was talking, but it was so funny because like, I was, it was my birthday and I was the drag queen. If you go rewatch the episode, you'll see a drag queen with white hair and a white dress. And that was me. I'm
0: obviously going to watch it immediately after this is done, Lika. This is the only thing I'm thinking about.
1: so it was so funny because when I watched the episode I was so excited and I was like oh my gosh and I knew they were going to edit out that it was my birthday and that they were going to just make it a charity event and I knew they were going to edit out that Orange is the New Black cast members were there because they did not want to you know at this point they were still leery of breaking the fourth wall and like kind of Orange County isn't Hollywood so they didn't want to intermingle that so I knew that even the way they set up the tables because the producers got there even an hour before I got there and I got there two hours before everyone else ever got there so they were were really planning they were like where's the cast of Orange is the New Black sitting and I was like they're supposed to be here and they're like okay we're gonna put the housewives all the way over here like and then we're gonna take a table behind them and I was like that's fine but you have to buy a ticket for each seat because like this is for charity and they were totally cool about it they did all that but it was so funny because they made Lydia remember old Lydia
0: Mm -hmm. Charlie Chaplin. Yes,
1: so she came up to me and asked for a selfie. So I have an iconic selfie, which I will DM to you guys so you can share. Please, please, please. Yes, I will and so she asked me for a selfie which is so funny because then you watch the episode and they made her seem that she was so homophobic and so afraid and she literally came up to me and was like you're so beautiful like can we take a picture together like my husband's gonna love this and i felt so bad because they made her seem so homophobic and then when the only little screen time i got was when they she said like all these drag queens and then lydia gives like a scary eye look and then they cut to me like just kind of walking around and <laughs> Sorry. I went, I was the scary drag queen that she was afraid
0: of. Oh, but I feel so bad for her because... I do, too. That's not, like, that's really... Yeah. How <gasps> so iconic, that story. That's amazing. And I this love was before that story. I makeup
1: at all. This was before I was doing makeup for Bravo at all. Like, it was... Yeah, oh, it oh, my was. God, in the
0: back of my head my whole time, I was assuming that was through, like, your Bravo world. That's how they, like got in touch with you because they already no, kind of had I had like
1: 200 Instagram followers I was just like I'm just gonna message her and just tell her about uh her PR person and just say like hey I'm doing this charity event like would Shannon be interested in being involved because I was such a huge fan of OC at the time
0: oh that's amazing everything that about crazy? that story just like is everything you really, need <laughs> first book. really- yeah I really want to read your tell-all and as I said if it's just written for us I'm fine with that. (laughs) Can I ask what what is it like because you've like done you said makeup right for Madonna and Ariana Grande were you doing it when they were touring compared to like when you're working with the housewives do you like one over the other?
1: Well for the those I was doing the dancers for their music video so it was music video shoots yeah so because because you know they Ariana had makeup by Mario who's obviously very famous Kim Kardashian's makeup artist and uh, Madonna has had her long-time guy Aaron who's so lovely and so they had their their thing but I much prefer working in the reality realm with Bravo just because it's um well they become friends to me especially so that's really nice and they are at the heart of it they are real people no matter you know what I mean like they're they're no matter how big or famous they get, there there's this heart of being a real person. Whereas like Madonna is very, she's been Madonna for so long that there's a, this disconnect from reality. And even Ariana Grande was so lovely and she came up and introduced herself and was like, thank you for making all my dancers look so beautiful. And like, you know, she, she ha- had me hold her dog. And that's kind of my personality too, is like, I'm not, I don't get starstruck by like, I get starstruck by weird people, like Paris Hilton will starstruck me, but like Ariana Grande won't, you know what I mean? So it's like, so I feel like it's that kind of vibe. So like Ariana was super sweet, but you can tell like she's um, she's just very aware of being a superstar. Where I think Bravo celebrities are, they they understand that they're they're famous, but they, it just doesn't go to their head in the same way in, in general. In general, well, I think are-
0: even just as an outsider, I can't imagine like when you are famous for sharing your life, even though it's an edited version, all that stuff that we talked about before, at at the end of the day, you are famous because you've exposed like your own life, that it's also much more vulnerable. But at the same time, it's like almost awkward because like you can't be like, oh, they think they know me. You know what I mean? And they don't in the same way a celebrity can, even though that there might be a truth in that
1: yeah totally because as a as a megastar like ariana or madonna you can curate your image carefully you can hide anything you want but as someone who's on tv showing their own life you don't get that luxury because you don't get final say in the edits
0: Mm. unless you're a kardashian
1: yes then you get final say in everything
0: (laughs) i literally i would love for someone to be able to make a kardashian show just hear me out. This is another brilliant idea. But where they don't know they're on the show anymore, so that they can't <laughs> So it. So he really yes, keeping up with them. It'd be like really keeping up with them. Like, and why is Addison? It could be like stalking the Kardashians. You know what I mean? Like a much more authentic look. Oh, I like this because I want somebody to do a deep dive of why Addison is always around Courtney. And I, yes, like security cameras of Kardashians. That could be a show. I don't like and it. It could be a crossover with our housewives, thanks to Amelia Gray. Oh, I like oh, that. Oh, yes. Great job, Alana. Thank you. I've thought about this for the last five seconds deeply. <laughs> we have had the best time having you on. the best time ever we'll to you for hours we do hope you will come and join us again yes Please. before we let you go um we have a fun game that we like to play it's called call text elite and we won't do Vanderpump. but we yeah that would be through. cruel <laughs> never make you go through that but alana will do salt lake city so give the choice okay so, I don't want to pick people we already know your answers, so I'm going to try to mix it up a little bit and do okay. Quinn, Heather, and Mary Crosby because I feel like the other three I know your answers.
1: <laughs> Quinn. Okay,
0: oh, sorry, not Quinn, Whitney. I'm thinking <laughs> Quinn and Whitney are the same name to me.
1: Oh, okay, okay, so it's call, text, or de- call, text, and delete kind of like Mary F. Kill.
0: Yes, but you okay. do have to explain your reasons and why and, like, what you plan to do. Okay,
1: so tell me who they are again. Whitney?
0: Whitney, who I also called Quinn, so yes. <laughs> either one of those will do. <laughs> Mary Crosby, Ann Crosby, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and Heather. Heather Gay.
1: Okay. So, I would... I would delete Heather.
0: Okay.
1: Um That's Not nice. for shady That was.
0: That was like very quick answer. Well,
1: because I have my other two things. So I would delete Heather just because she has not personally resonated with me. Um, although I would love to go get her Botox and everything and go to her spa. Yes, yeah. um, I would love that. But but given the other choices i by default i have to delete her so i would text whitney because i feel like whitney is kind of around my age and i feel like we would have a lot of fun texting and i think she's a britney spears fan which i like love britney spears and so i think i saw something she posted or she referenced britney or something so i would love to text like about britney spears's instagram post with her and i feel like we just kind of have the same there's some energy about Whitney and I know she is like not getting the spotlight right now. And like, people are kind of up and down, but there's something about her energy that vibes with my energy. And she also has those extensions that are like Paris Hilton in like 2007. And I just like, I like that. I kind of like that mix of like Mm. class and trash. So I feel like we would really just kind of vibe (laughs) and you know, I got to get on the phone with my girl, Mary, and just ask so many questions about what it's like. So many
0: questions i would just mean like I, 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 just to dissect that
1: just, yeah i would just need to i wouldn't say like mary i need to talk to you for like a four-hour block and we need to dive in i need to know like when you say it was in your grandma's will like what does that mean like what were the words wording of the will how did how did he pick you over the other anyone else your mom versus your <laughs> sisters like i need to know details mary and also and i want to
0: know Oh, sorry.
1: I was going to say, she kind of sounds like Paula Abdul, which is like a very soothing oh. voice to me. So um, I would I would, I would, would love to hear like, her just talking. When,
0: when you guys have this call, please, please record it and send it to Yeah, please oh, record my. this with your tell-all. You can send that over. But yes. I want to know also, did she know about the will before the death? And if so, how did she find out? Like, did the grandma tell her before she died? And also, did a lawyer have to read that to her and actually tell uh teenager that she has to marry her grandfather in order to inherit well, she an empire married to somebody else alana actually she got divorced. but she was like 19 so she was still very young and but wow. but the mom said she thought she was gaining the church, and Mary said, "Well, that's what I'm saying." Did Mary know? Like, was this a surprise? Who told her? Also, you have to ask her about why, right before they were getting married, they had to um, dig up the grandmother's body because mm-hmm. no questions Somebody killed her. Make sure you ask her all these things, Jerry.
1: Oh, my God. See, this is, why, this is why I need to call her. Because yeah, you can't yeah. do this via text. So
0: you no, know, that would be rooted a text and people can pretend they didn't get it. But on a yes. phone call, they're there. You can hear the cadence of their voice and really get deep in there. Mm-hmm. So make sure mm-hmm. that maybe you should just, like, merge us in.
1: <laughs> just put yourself on mute.
0: That's perfect. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you tech. We'll give you questions to ask. Perfect. We'll submit our questions. <laughs> And maybe one day, Lucky, we'll get to have you come do our makeup.
1: Oh my gosh, that is a dream. Yeah, I
0: hope you come to our hood, or we come to your hood. And even if you're not going to do our makeup, and you just hang out with us, because this has been so much fun,
1: (laughs) so fun.
0: I I have you back on whenever. Yes.
1: Yeah, any anytime. Maybe we'll recap something in a couple of weeks or next time Vanderpump starts. Whenever we'll we'll figure well, it out. I was gonna throw
0: this out there, another suggestion by me. But let's chat after the finale of Potomac, so that you can be all cut up and we can like really get into it.
1: Yeah, after the reunion, even.
0: Yes, yes. we should have you on after the first reunion.
1: Okay, perfect. Yes.
0: And we'll gonna- yeah we're like putting it out there so that it is that it doesn't you know disappear (laughs) (laughs) and can you tell everyone again where they can find you where they can follow you and everything for that way they can like keep up with all things happening with you
1: yes definitely i do everything on my instagram so it's just jared lips and that's where i will announce anything that i have going on all of my makeup work any of my charity work that i've mentioned everything that i do you can find me on instagram and i interact with everyone on there so it's
0: really fun and he is amazing everyone you have amazing well thank you again thank you so so much it truly has been a pleasure and a thrill and you are an iconic man
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for having me you guys love you
0: love you lots of love darling Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at stylishly Solomon, Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.